0: All right, I think we are ready to start. Are you guys ready to start?
1: Yeah, uh, I think uh, so.
2: Oh, oh um, we're, but we're not we're not present though, so I don't know.
0: Something happened here. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well let me uh, let me do a quick little hot fix go you know, pop in here to studio mode i do not know what happened in the time that we started but let me go there i will make a quick fix while i do the intro hello and welcome to next to nothing a show for gamers on a budget i am your host danny k with me as always mr green elite how are you doing mr green elite
1: i am doing out of the house maybe twice in the last week and a half and i saw the sun today i saw outside you s- dude what is I that saw outside
0: what does that word mean <laughs>
1: uh, i know it's a weird concept to think about
0: yeah so i it's real <laughs> yeah it is a very strange concept right now uh it shows in... my entire universe <laughs> right um with me as always, my other co-host, Revs Fen. That'd be me. Yeah, that would be you. Hi. How you doing?
2: How you doing? I'm doing well,
0: buddy. I uh I
2: grilled up some burgers like right before this started, and so I'm like fat and full, which I was like half of that before, but it's all fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um Man, I had a really disappointing dinner, but we'll save that for later. We'll save that for later Um, with us this week, uh, a three time guest. We haven't had him on in a little while. Matt Nemeth from Entertainment Talks or Entertainment Talk UK. How are you doing, Matt? yeah i'm doing well thank you uh for
3: having me back on the show we've had yeah, a couple of little technical difficulties and that but uh we're all good to go now i uh, happy to talk about some games today some stuff that uh, has impressed me and some stuff that just didn't make me feel anything but i'll explain that uh here shortly
0: yes and uh well we appreciate you uh for anyone who couldn't tell by the accent you are uh not uh, you're not here in the united states with us which means uh you are it's almost what 2 a.m there we're getting at 2 a.m in your time zone uh, 1, 1 15 yeah so yeah At the moment. so i appreciate you staying up and joining us uh for the show here uh for those who don't know what you do matt uh tell the kind folks out there what you do and where people can find it
3: uh, happy to do so. Um, yeah, I run Entertainment Talk, uh, which is entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, we're just coming towards the end of a little bit of a busy season. We had Better Call Saul, Walking Dead, and Westworld all on at the same time. Um, and uh, we also do video game stuff, there's been obviously some uh, Playstation Xbox stuff recently Um, and also do, well not quite so much at the moment because the cinema isn't open but uh, review films and things like that as well but uh, there's been lots to cover recently Um, and uh, yeah tomorrow we've got our finale podcast for Westworld, the end of season 3 so um, yeah it's been been really good so far of course it's going to be a bit different later on in the year because some things aren't in development or filming at the moment but yeah it's been been good to do all that lately
0: excellent and people can find that entertainment org. you said right that's correct and yeah. then uh if i have your twitter correct it's at etalk uk that's also correct yeah Yeah, excellent. So that is on the screen for anyone who's watching uh, live or watching on YouTube. That's on the screen and links will always uh, be in the description of the episode on podcast platforms. Um, Before we get into the meat of the show, though, one thing we do need to get out of the way. We are still sponsoring SWA Motorsports racer Dad Shattern as he hits the track in the Outsider Racing League. Watch him rep the NTN logo Saturdays at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on SIM TV. That's S-Y-M underscore TV on YouTube channel or in the... Uh, channel links are in the description of this episode. And of course, if you guys are new to the show, welcome. If you like what we do, we hope you guys will follow us here on Twitch, subscribe on YouTube, and maybe even tell your friends. Um, Rev, we're going to start with you this week, as we so often do, because you have another game that you've played. Um, yeah, so I'm going to let you take it from here.
2: I'll give you one chance to guess what kind of game this was. i thought i thought i had you tricked i thought i had you tricked yes it is it's a uh
1: i thought it it was going to be an fps shooter but that's just me
2: i do that off off stream that's uh, no but uh (laughs) i I got to test out a game um called uh unformed this week uh it is a new very very new indie platformer that is technically in um early access a it's uh it's been likened to uh it's like a souls like because it's super difficult and barrel rolling is your best friend um but it is a 2d uh it's like actually like a 2d side scroller version of a souls like which in in concept is great um and when this game is finished i believe that it's going to be really good but typically uh when i get to try out a game that's in early access it's at least like close to being done and uh, it's kind of, you're just working out all the bugs, but this one, it felt like it was way, way too soon. It was very buggy. It was very glitchy. Some of the features weren't even enabled yet. It's you know, like certain features would say coming soon. Um, the whole thing kind of looked like an old new grounds game. There used to be a, like, it's hard to describe if you haven't played it, but there used to be a new grounds fighting game where, it had like everybody from like Laura Croft to Goku and all these other people. And the mechanics of that fighting game is how this game felt a uh, lot of barrel rolling, a lot of, and uh half the time it would, uh, it would end up glitching out the barrel roll and getting me killed. I ended up only making it to the second boss before I ended up having to call it. Cause it was just too much. Now with that all being said, it's got a very interesting storyline that I won't go into, you know, terms of spoiling, but it was it, like the storyline was, was pretty decent. Um, and like I said, once it's done, I'm sure it'll be uh it'll be good. But as it is right now, it was too early to put out even for early access. One of the major uh major things, see, I've never played like a Dark Souls or Sekiro or any of those that are you know Souls-like. It, apparently, according to a lot of people that were watching, they were saying that there was a lot in it that was very, very derivative of Dark Souls. It wasn't just like a souls-like the terminology was the same. Um, a lot of the, the, uh, bosses and monsters all looked and moved and behaved and even were named similar to dark souls, um, uh, monsters and villains. And so a lot of people, and I, I don't want this to end up becoming what it is, but I have, a, I started kind of getting the vibe from a lot of people that they felt that it was, instead of being a souls, like it was a full blown ripoff, which is kind of a bummer. But all in all, uh I, I I think once it's all said and done, it's gonna be fine. But as of right now, they should not have released it so early.
0: Okay. So yeah, like we have this here in yeah, very much looks like a 2D Souls platformer. Um kind of a fusion between Soul the Soulsborne games and the um and 2d platformers uh you, you were mentioning kind of glitches and in, in lack of polish and stuff like that what were some of like the big areas was it like input lag was there input latency was there um was there other things like characters slipping through to places they shouldn't have been able to reach uh you know stuff like that what were, what were some of the issues you were having luckily input latency wasn't one of them
2: but it was a lot of your your battle mechanics like uh your ability to swing your sword um some of the battle mechanics of what you were going against um there was one time where i was fighting this one uh this one beast and a heavy attack always staggered it well it was supposed to always stagger it and half the time it wouldn't stagger it and it would end up getting me killed because you know in a souls like game you have to be able to be precise because three hits and you're dead um And and there would be certain tactics that you would have to go into a fight with, and you would end up getting part of the way through it, and it would one of those bugs would come into play. But the biggest ones I had were with the um, the the rolling dodge. uh, You know, you you have obviously your stamina bar, where if you're out of stamina, you can't roll. Um, On this, I would have issues where I wouldn't be able to roll even with full stamina, which would ultimately get me hit because. It's the only way to dodge. Um, so those were the two biggest ones. Were the uh, the stun or not really the stun, but the stagger mechanics of the uh, whatever you were fighting, and the actual barrel roll mechanics. Which that was the biggest frustrating part for me. Like I I went back and watched my vod, and I could tell I, it was visible how frustrated I was with it. Um, there were some issues where I got a, I was jumping down from a ledge, and I got hit with a dart that wasn't supposed to kill me. It's just like a, a dart that from one of those little side monsters that just uses a little blowgun at you. It does a little bit of damage. But I was dropping down from this ledge, and it was a very, very shallow ledge. But for some reason, when that dart hit me and I finished the drop down from the ledge, it ended up killing me, which I had dropped down from that ledge before. Didn't kill me. Didn't even do damage to me. And I'd been hit by that dart before, and it barely did any damage. But of course, you know, when you die, you have to go back and try to come through again. And that's what, uh, that's what was happening there. And it just... It, there was just so much of it, They're just little things, little nit- nitpicky things like that, that when you add them all together, it becomes just too much. But the barrel roll aspect was the worst, in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. So this is a game that definitely needs a lot more TLC, some cleaning up, some bug squashing. Absolutely. And, and like I said, I think it'll be
2: actually a pretty fun game once it's done. But it was just a little too early to be released for early access at this point. Yeah, it, this... was a, it was pre-early access.
0: So would you say this is like an alpha build?
2: Oh, dude, it was like, I would even say it's like pre-alpha. This is like, this is like game tester whenever the levels are released within the company level. Like, you ever see Grandma's Boy, how they have the people that they pay at the company to test levels? That's yeah. what it felt like. You're like at that level mm-hmm. of early development. And it's just, it was too much.
0: Yeah, this is where they like need to like have people walking into an hour for walking into a wall for hours to see if it'll fucking break. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was was rough,
2: but it it has potential.
0: Okay. Um, Matt, do you have any thoughts, questions on this on this game? Opinions? Uh Sure. So, some thoughts,
3: just in terms of development stuff, because one of the first things you mentioned is how poorly it ran, and uh, I know you're not talking about Fallout 76, but my, my mind just went straight to that, because obviously they've had the recent um, Wastelanders update, and the game is apparently average to good or whatever, but uh um yeah in terms of the actual uh you know these these sort of souls games and stuff like that, I've tried I think all of them. I, I've tried a good chunk of Sekiro. Sekiro was the one that I got the furthest with, but I just got to this particular boss where I was like, I I I just can't I can't do this. Um I can't remember which one it specifically specifically was. Uh, it might have been one in a tower for maybe people that played it for a reference. Um it's when you're interacting with uh, one of the main female characters of the game. Um, and there's something going on there. So just in terms of references to which boss that was. um, It's also when some of the uh, not-flying enemies get introduced, but where some of the enemies that fly across the screen in the particular scenario get introduced. Uh, I played... I can't remember which Dark Souls it was. I think it was maybe three didn't get into that at all uh played some of bloodborne and just couldn't get past uh like the first piece or whatever i think it's called yharnam isn't it the, the first part of that uh couldn't, get, couldn't quite get past that but um the, the, there's always been something about those games that just has appealed to me but it's, it's just that difficulty barrier that's been well, a barrier a barrier itself uh, and i've just never been able to break past that because i've always heard from multiple people uh brian altano from my ign is a big um fan of those kind of games and he's always kind of saying about like uh, you know, if if you do manage to get over that barrier, that sort of bump uh, of difficulty, you feel so rewarded but it's the process of actually getting past that that I can't really do with some of these Uh, I mean, there were were certain bosses, like I said, with Sekiro that I got past and felt very, very rewarded with but uh, just didn't get as, you know, to the end of the game or whatever, so um, yeah, some people just, you know can't get past all of the difficulty stuff, and that's that's the sort of camp that I fall into. But I I recognise why people like those sorts of games and that sort of thing, even if everyone kind of gets frustrated with them. It's interesting that you mentioned as well with obviously this game's development cycle. um That yeah, sounds like it should have been nowhere near public hands right now. um yeah. So yeah. Yeah, the, the could,
2: difficulty uh, the difficulty barrier on this one, I would say, is not near as high as like say regular Dark Souls because I did try Dark right. Souls once and it was an absolute murder fest. Um, <laughs> it was it was like i look like i look like if mike tyson fought a child it was that bad <laughs> and uh in this it, it wasn't it wasn't that like it was very intuitive i will give it that it was very intuitive like figuring out how to you know like certain patterns of certain bosses but whenever those glitches would happen and it would mess you over anyways it was just it, it got to be overbearingly frustrating so this one i would say yeah. is probably, it's not I, and i think that comes with the being like the 2d as opposed to three-dimensional having to go around the monsters instead of just back and forth Um, and so the, the difficulty barrier, I don't think is as, um, you know, front facing in this as it is in most souls games, but it was, um, it was still, it was, it was tough. It was, it was tough for a 2d side scroller. That's for sure.
3: Yeah. Um, one thing I kind of want to add in here as well, if if the people are interested in those sorts of games, but they want like a lower level to entry, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order sort of got it's got that DNA in there. It's nowhere near as difficult as those games. It's it's still a good challenge, and uh, I did actually finish that game. Uh, my co-host Robert is. Uh, playing at the moment and he's been messaging me about some difficult bosses it, there's some difficult bosses in that but uh it's you, it, you feel like it's more doable than those other games that I've mentioned uh dark souls uh, bloodborne and, and sekiro um but yeah, know just depends on what you can kind of um get past and all that. So uh, of course, you know, it was, it was recently Star Wars days so that's obviously a coincidental sort of mention in there as well. But uh, yeah, that's, that's a good one too. Cause it's still, it's, it's fundamentally the same thing in in, in similar ways. You've got like your you rest points when you, when you beat certain bosses and then you've got obviously uh, stormtroopers and that that you're fighting. So that that's one that I recommend for people that want one that's slightly more, more approachable, I would say than uh, some of those games. So I just uh, wanted to throw that out there as well. Now, just to
2: double-check, is the one where you play as Mr. Green Elite, right? The one that takes place during, like, Samurai Era?
3: Yeah, that's yeah. the... Yeah, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Um, from... I think it's from the same people, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it, it won, I think, Game of the Year last year. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's that one, so.
0: Nice. Yeah, I think it's from from Software. That's yeah. the one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, green. Thoughts? Opinions? Yeah.
1: Questions? No. Uh, uh, it's definitely something that I could see as very frustrating within, like, not feeling complete. but I, I mean, there's not much to add for it. And it's one of those... If it, if it,
2: like, it's not even necessarily that it wasn't complete, because I knew going in that it was an early access game. But it's, like, not even, like, halfway done, I would say. Just like with how kind of clippy the animation was and everything.
1: Yeah, it, it, the, like the, the the model design and, and set design looks actually really nice.
2: It sets a really good atmosphere, and when yeah. you progress from like one area to the next, it does, you know, it changes up pretty heavily, like you go from kind of like the the temples and stuff like that to the mm-hmm. forest, and and, it, and it's a nice aesthetic change. Uh, it kind of keeps a dark tone through the whole thing, mm-hmm. obviously. So this is similar to most Souls-like, uh, Souls-like games. But yeah, it was just, and I hate to be that negative because I y'all y'all have heard me on here before. I'm usually not very negative about any of the games I play, but it just it was way too silly.
0: <laughs> well, and I don't think you're being negative. I think you're being candid and honest. There's a difference yeah. between there's a difference between being negative, in which you're not offering any constructive or redeeming. You know feedback any explanation without any explanation but what you're being is candid i I don't think you're being negative or or overly nitpicky you're you're being candid and honest and constructive um it's just like it
2: feels weird because typically like i don't have a lot of negative to say about a game that i test out but this is so this is new to me i'm just like <laughs> I, I f- it feels weird so yeah something you didn't <laughs> enjoy and, Nelly. yeah yeah because i can all i always try you know find redeeming qualities in games like i i made it known a couple of weeks ago that you know world of horror wasn't necessarily my cup of tea but i could definitely see the appeal here 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 and here i just can't mm-hmm. this time
0: yeah um any other thoughts on unformed before we move on no i'm good no, Matt. Y'all good? Uh, yeah, I've
3: sort of said my piece on the game. So
0: cool. Um, so we do have another game that we wanted to talk about here, Matt. You uh, have played Catherine Full Body.
3: Yeah, yeah. This is from uh, Atlas, um, and it's it, it was a PS3 exclusive. So this is a PS3 game. I'm playing it on PS4. It got a I'm not quite exactly sure if it was a port or, re- or a remaster, sorry. Um, it. Uh, I think it's available on Switch because I went to look at a walkthrough for one of the, uh, or like some videos and stuff on uh, one of the particular challenges, and there was some video about it on Switch, so I think it's probably available on there as well. I don't know, like is that released there or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, this is, like like I said, this is from Atlas, uh, and it's essentially this game where uh, you're playing as this guy called Vincent um and um how can i kind of describe this it's he's in this he's in a relationship with this girl called well Catherine, and then there's another girl called Catherine. that gets introduced uh, one spelt with c and one is spelt with k yeah and then the guy gets you know that thrown at him and uh, it's sort of about seeing him navigate what the hell to do about that because basically this other Catherine comes into his life kind of out of nowhere on this sort of drunken night because um, you get drunk at this bar and then it cuts to the next scene and then uh she's there with him and uh he thinks okay crap i have cheated on my girlfriend what do i do and he you know obviously got drunk and wasn't fully aware of it at the time or whatever uh, where the gameplay stuff comes into it, however, is the dreams that he has. Uh, he has these sort of nightmare kind of things, and um, you basically have to start moving these blocks and never get your way through climbing. Um, it might sound quite simple from what I've just said, but believe me, it's not quite that simple. Um, yeah, you, you sort of get... Uh, w- once you finish each level, you basically have these um, these other characters that are in there, and these are... You know, uh, other people in the real world that are having the same dreams or and, and are all being put into the same world. The weird thing is, you see all them as sheep. Hence, the, uh, I think it's me- meant to be like a meta sort of thing about like you know counting sheep to help you get to sleep and and that sort of thing. Um, you don't see like loads of them. You see different, uh, r- roughly about eight sort of characters on the platform or whatever, and you can go and talk to them and they'll give you different dialogue about their sort of climbing experiences and stuff uh one of the characters you can talk to um he's he hasn't i don't don't think he's got a particular name but he's got this suit on you can kind of always recognize him from this brown jacket that he's got on and you go over to him for basically techniques so hey if you move the block this way or that way you can get through the level better Uh, and then they start to introduce different things like mechanics as to where you can um, get extra blocks uh, a mechanic to where you can jump up to um, blocks uh, there's a pillow as well that you can get I can't actually remember what that was for um, except that was the first one that was introduced but you, you, I haven't found to get that one very often um, I think there was one more one as well but uh, yeah that, that, those are the main two that you sort of see and uh, essentially you have to move these blocks you know left, right, up, down, backwards, or forwards, or whatever you can kind of do. Uh, And then you have to make your way up climbing, and then as you're climbing upwards, basically, uh, the levels, the blocks of levels below you are slowly falling. So obviously you have a particular time to do this. Um, And then they introduce boss fights, which is where um, certain things from the story, so there's like this uh, zombie bride version of Catherine, obviously because he starts to freak out about like, hey, I'm, I'm accidentally kinda of sort of accidentally cheating on his girlfriend through these drunk nights or whatever. Uh he doesn't seem to realise he's doing it kind of thing. It's 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 interesting the way they kind of present that, as if he's doing the same mistake over and over again but he still goes out and gets drunk every night. It's it's interesting the way they kinda of play with that. Uh so yeah, he his girlfriend at the time kind of um comes out with the idea of like, hey, we should get married and this sort of stuff so that's why he sees in his nightmares or whatever a zombie bride version of his girlfriend and uh or of his fiance or whatever and uh the bosses basically slowly work their way up the level so not only do you then in those boss fights have the levels below you the bricks falling you also get these attacks from the enemies and they can like drop different stuff on the bricks and all that and uh it's it's a challenge to get through it really is and there's there's certain parts where you get to it you're like, wait a minute, where am I supposed to move the blocks? And then sometimes it's it maybe it may one block that you don't quite see, you move that, and you're like, oh, yeah, I can just climb up there. And, and, and after, like, 20 minutes of trying or whatever, you kind of think, why didn't I think to move that, that brick that was just sitting there the whole time? Uh, but uh, it's good. It's a really good challenge. I'm really enjoying the story. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty good. I haven't heard anything about, like, a sequel. Maybe it was, like, a one-off or something, So again, this was a PS3 game. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's been really good so far. It's a Japanese game, by the way, as well, just in case some people didn't know that. So it's got a... Uh... For, for, through the story, I've tried to s- sort of spoiler-free explain. Um, it's that, but in a Japanese style. So uh, you can kind of um, get a picture of sort of what that's like. But uh, has anybody here sort of heard of the game or played it? It's not one that's particularly talks about nowadays but it did it did fairly well at the time i think
0: i, I have
2: tested... go ahead go ahead Rev. oh i was just gonna say i tested I, I tried it out back when it was on ps3 i had it uh ah. i never got very far in it but uh because i was looking at the trailer and i saw the guy with the, the sheep horns and the animation style <laughs> kind of being anime centric and i was like okay yeah i played i, I remember playing this back in the day mm-hmm. i didn't get very far so i don't remember a whole lot and judging from the looks of it it's probably for the best otherwise it would bring up some very sexy memories but that's neither here nor there
0: hmm. yeah, yeah looking at it um, so it was available on PlayStation so full body is the remake enhanced version of Catherine yeah. Um, yeah so that's on PS4 and then you're right PS3 it was also on PlayStation Vita and it is coming to Nintendo Switch it looks like
3: um, okay. I haven't I haven't heard anything about Xbox or PC but um,
0: yeah. So.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's set for um, July seventh, twenty twenty, for the Nintendo Switch release. Um, I, the the art style is very, very striking. It striking, striking. It reminds me a lot of. It, it even says that it's built in the Persona f- uh, Five engine. And looking at it, I'm like, oh yeah, that looks like Persona. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. then the way you describe it, it's like a video game version of. Um, very like 90s late 2000 or uh, early 2000s esoteric anime like neon genesis uh, evangelion <laughs> mm-hmm. where it's like drenched in in horniness and symbology and <laughs> like yeah, trying to piece yeah. it all together and
2: <laughs> just say symbology yeah yeah <laughs> I think of Boondock Saints every time I hear, hear that word. Symbology. <laughs> I think I think the word you're looking for is symbolism. Symbolism.
0: Fine. Symbolism. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's the quote from the movie. I'm just <laughs> quoting know. the movie. Um, yeah, it looks like one of those. Yeah, it looks like, you know, it's just one of those things drenched in in symbolism and in horniness that people can obsess over for hours and days like they do with Neon Genesis of Evangelion.
2: <laughs> but 30 <laughs> seconds out of time, 30 seconds to 3 minutes somewhere in that area. Yeah. Hmm.
3: Um but it's it's just interesting in the story with um vincent to see like okay he's kind of accidentally got this girl in his life and he can't have like his fiancee find out and just just the simple question of like okay what the hell are you going to do about that because the the way this the i'll just say new catherine the way this new catherine kind of um approaches him he's like it's one of them relationships where like he wants to get out of it but he's got no idea how to do that and he's just so nervous about the whole situation and um like there's a couple of like I'll just say really close call kind of scenes I haven't finished the game yet so I don't know fully what happens in that but uh, it's just interesting to see him navigate that and the interesting thing as well is that the, the exact bar that he goes to every single night to get drunk um His friends know like everything and they're always trying to tell him like, hey, you're kind of screwed. You should like try and ditch this girl. But like, good luck with that kind of thing. (laughs) And uh, you you can you basically go to the bar and you check your phone, you get texts from both the cat friends Mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that. And uh, there's this other character who's introduced near the start called uh, Ren, and uh, she's got some, I'll just say, interesting stuff going on there with, like, the piano and how that kind of feeds into things. Um, but, yeah, just just seeing him navigate this awkward situation uh, is, is really quite entertaining and interesting, and just how he kind of... Because they're very, very different, these two different Catherines. And, uh, yeah, when the when he's, you know... the not not new Catherine the other one uh, that the main one when she's kind of asking them about like okay something's really off of you like you're acting really weird you're you're dodging um, phone calls that you get next to me you're like really secretive about like your phone and stuff it's it's just so interesting to see how Vincent um, reacts to those scenarios and, like what 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 word they're going to come out with his mouth next and is he just going to like slip up or something so um, it's very interesting
0: yeah uh i haven't touched it at all i just it seems interesting uh green have you touched it at all this was no
1: no i have i've never tried anything out like that like, i've never even tried persona 5
0: so yeah well I no it, use here. yeah yeah i haven't touched any of the personas i've just watched people play them um yeah seems interesting uh Let's see. How much is it currently on the store? It is twenty nine ninety nine American. Um, hmm. If anyone is interested in trying that out on the PlayStation Store, I'm assuming it'll probably be something very similar for the Nintendo Switch. Um, probably, yeah, yeah. Um, but that, that was the positive part I wanted to talk about. Yeah, because
3: so, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying the game a lot. I'm actually on the, I think the final level because the level that I finished just before I came on the podcast the character was told this is the second to last level. Um, Mm. So uh, I can't imagine uh, what building I'm going to have to do with the bricks in the final part, given the challenges I've already faced. So uh, that should be fun tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) It's just when you you get to certain levels where there's like um, one wall of bricks, but there's like three... And you're like okay how am I, how am i supposed to build this out of like three like three three rows sorry or so three um upwards three uh of bricks uh, or or of uh yeah blocks and that and it's like sort of like okay i've you've got very very little to work with in certain areas uh but you get there eventually so um, yeah
0: i'll see what the final level has got to to hold for me tomorrow so excellent um, we had some other topics that we wanted to talk about here, quick. Um, unless we had anything else in Catherine Full Body,
3: no, that that was it for me. Yep. So,
0: uh, so we did get a new trailer for the Assassin's Creed series. Hmm. Yeah. Do you, uh, I don't think we've yeah. talked about it yet. What do you guys? How are you guys feeling about that, Matt? We'll start with you.
3: Uh, The Assassin's Creed game, um, obviously there's been, I've actually lost track of how many there is, it must be at least 10 at this point. Um, it, it's, it's it's the thing to me, where do I start with this? It's just the thing about like, okay, it used to all be about Desmond, and I'll just say it isn't anymore. They've moved on basically from his story. And uh, I was always disappointed in that decision. And i uh, continued with the series, and then uh, Origins and Odyssey came out, and they decided to go with still the same core of Assassin's Creed, but go with like a new, a new kind of system, and they sort of changed the game up and that. And I really, really liked what they did with uh, with Origins, and they had a uh, Bayek in that. And uh, it, it, for the modern day stuff, which was where Desmond was um doing his story, and that they basically had, I think it was Lila or Layla or something. And she kind of took over from that. And so I'm glad they still did that. But i just always disappointed that they ditched what they decided to do with uh, Desmond in the first couple of games. Because he was the one that was tied in with uh, his own ancestors and all that. Uh, so then finished Origins. Really, really enjoyed it. And that and then Odyssey came out. And that's now the o- Odyssey is the only game in the entire series, apart from the um, whatever the PS Vita version was called, uh, the PS Vita game i can't remember what that was uh, liberations that might have been but all, all the console released ones i've uh, finished all them enjoyed most of them uh some have had their problems and stuff obviously unity with the famous uh face glitches and that that was a thing that happened in that uh, um but was, i was playing odyssey in that and it really really just didn't feel like assassin's creed and uh there was loads and loads of grinding involved and i just sort of got to a point where i was like okay i, I can't do this grind uh, and then just kind of looked up the look, the last sort of part of the game on YouTube and that and kind of went from there. Um, and then for, it, it was sort of when it hit me with Odyssey, I was like, okay, what, what are they doing with this series now? Like, they, they've really kind of changed what they've been doing with the main story and stuff. And uh, the settings that they've used have been interesting, but I've just... I, I didn't like where, where they were going with the whole grindy sort of part of the game because Assassin's Creed never used to be like that. Um, and then it, that, that sort of basically put a bad taste in my mouth for Assassin's Creed. Uh, and then we get this trailer, of course, for uh, Valhalla, Valhalla, Valhalla—the uh, the new Vikings one. I didn't anticipate like anything from this trailer. I just thought like, okay, we'll, we'll see what they got to hold for this one. I watched this trailer on—I uh, think it was last Thursday, last week on Thursday when it was when it was revealed. And I just didn't feel anything. I didn't feel like, kind of like, okay, cool, you've got Vikings in here, we see how that plays out. I didn't kind of feel like, okay, how much of a grind will this one sort of be? Because I, I just don't want that part of Assassin's Creed but with, with the grinding stuff because it never used to be like that. And I watched the trailer and I was like, okay, what you're doing here is kind of cool, but like, is this going to be good gameplay-wise? And is it going to be the same grind? And is that going to make me fall off of this one? And I just kind of just didn't feel anything at all. Uh, from it, and it and it was it was weird as well because with the, i say like the most recent sort of five years of Assassin's Creed, everyone's been sort of um, had the bad taste in their mouth with the game. I was like they, they they weren't happy with this, where Assassin's Creed was going, but I was, and now the tables are sort of turned because when I looked online on Thursday, everyone was like, oh my god, we got Vikings and this looks great and the cinematic trailer looks great, and I was just completely on the other end of it, and uh, yeah, I guess it was just weird to feel feel sort of the tables. Get turned there, um, but I don't know. I'll, I'll give this one a shot. We don't know what the actual gameplay looks like yet, or how grindy it will sort of be. Um, one really, really major thing they did with Odyssey and Origins, which is where the the main changes came in, you couldn't do one hit assassinations anymore. And you know, if you're an assassin, then you stab someone in the neck that shouldn't just be, okay, a bit of damage, that should be a fatal blow or whatever. Um, And I remember going through a lot of Odyssey, and I'd be, like, level 7 or something, and an enemy would be, like, level 8 or whatever. And uh, I'd pull off, like, an assassination thing on them, and it would just damage them, and then they'd just start firing back. And I was like, well, you've kind of taken... It took the joy out of, like, okay, you've managed to sneak close enough to the enemy to either jump on him and assassinate him or take him out you know hide, hide in the bushes and take him out there and it, it it had completely taken that out of the game like you could if you were high enough level and everything uh you could do one hit kills but i just like fair enough if if you're doing combat like you've engaged them in combat and you're hitting them a few times i understand if there's like damage stuff there but just like you know if you're an assassin and you use the hidden blade and hit someone in the neck or or the throat or whatever it should be a one-hit kill and it just wasn't so that was one of the other changes that they'd made that i just wasn't happy with so just overall i'm not i'm not sure where ubisoft is really going with assassin's creed and uh we'll see with this one like you know um we'll, we'll see what the gameplay looks like and how kind of grindy it's going to be but overall with the trailer i just ended up not
0: feeling anything so yeah yeah uh Green, you've you're a fan of the Assassin's Creed series, right? No. Or have been? No, I've, I've never. <laughs> yeah, he never says really as he's trying to it. show off his
1: never, never Assassin's never really Creed tattoo. <laughs> never, no, no. Honestly, I haven't really played. I haven't played Assassin's Creed since. Um, I haven't played Origins or or Odyssey. I think those are the only two that I haven't played. Um, I kinda had like a falling out um the trailer I don't think it the for- cinematic wise I don't think it was bad um it'll definitely be interesting to see once the actual gameplay comes out yeah. uh, if if the game's actually gonna be you know good looking um i I do plan on picking up origins and uh and odyssey soon. I'm just going to find time to do it. Hmm. Uh, The only only thing I... The only thing that I really felt when I saw the trailer, though, is I just want a samurai one.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: uh, I've already planned it out, too. Like, I want it... Like, I could write this... Ubisoft, hit me up. (laughs) Email me. You start as a samurai. Your lord betrays you. You join the Brotherhood of Assassins. You find out that your Lord is a Templar. And then the uh, end boss fight, you find out that your mentor is actually the, the main Templar bad guy. It would sell millions. I'm
0: waiting yeah, for that. that yeah, it, yeah that, would do, that would do well, I think. And with so um, many of the Assassin's Creed characters already basically being ninjas
1: no that's what i'm saying too like i i I was talking about this with a a a few friends of mine you can start out as a samurai and once you get betrayed by your 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 lord you become a ronin and then eventually evolve into a ninja as it progresses to take down your your lord and the other samurais that are still under him it would be fantastic
0: i i'm already going to patent this idea (laughs) <laughs> quick it. write yeah. it down mail it to yourself you'll be golden yeah, yeah we will. Yeah, i mean do we're it.
1: doing this right now live
0: <laughs> ideas already down it's i lost digitized. out
1: on
2: a very mediocre amount of money not uh copywriting the idea for the first purge <laughs> i come up with oh, that yeah. like two years before that movie came out and wow. whenever and i emailed whoever it was uh, like whatever studio it was I was like hey how about this idea for the first purge I should trademark that or something first <laughs> yeah I lost out on like seven bucks for that.
1: <laughs> seven whole dollar.
2: Like, I think that movie made like sixteen bucks. I would have been entitled to seven.
0: <laughs> so uh a sequel did more Yeah. Uh Padre, what do you think of this uh of this new Assassin's Creed trailer? Uh, So this is going to, this is like
2: heartbreaking to say out loud for the first time, um, just because of how much I love Viking culture, but it seems like they're like every game that can jump on the Viking bandwagon is doing it now. Like, because God of war, you know, God of war was all Greek mythology. And then it turned Viking, you know, the, the show. And I think, I think the show Vikings kind of sparked the whole interest in it. Like the mainstream interest that all of a sudden hit out of nowhere. Um, I just want them to back off the mythology aspect of it because it felt like Odyssey had way too much mythology because one of the appeals to me for Assassin's Creed for the longest time was the fact that it was, it was a lot more history based, you know, it was like everything was, was fairly historical, but mythology is mythology. And so for them to take it and go the mythology route, it kind of, that was what kind of killed it for me. And I'm hoping they they kinda of leave that off a little bit. Because if they don't, if they keep doing the mythology thing with the with the Vikings, then it's just gonna turn into God of War again. Because that's you all know, God of War was.
1: If you wanna get technical though, they uh you know, they've actually believed in that, like during the the Greek period. And 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 the Viking periods. Yeah, they believed so, in I it, mean, but it wasn't real. You know, technically at that time, <laughs> Who knows where that
2: actually came from? But th- see, that's yeah. the thing though. that's like that's where they draw the line between history and mythology. And I liked yeah. I, that's what that was my appeal for Assassin's Creed was like the historical context of everything as opposed to a mythological one. I just think I, I think what really got everybody going was um, just Thor, the superhero in general. Yeah, 100 percent. And now like it's like everybody's I mean, just, well because Greek, Greek mythology's been beaten to death everywhere you know i mean it, it, you learn about it early on in school and then you turn around and now it's like everywhere you turn there's a bunch of it so it's like i i, I just want them to kind of like even if they include like the mythology as long as there's not like physical beings you know there i don't know it's just i i for one they, now i'm not saying it's going to make the game bad or not it's just it, it it would affect my opinion on whether or not i enjoyed it I just don't want them to go that heavy uh, mythological route.
1: Yeah. Uh, Another thing that they should be leery about is like I just found this out not too long ago that a lot of the Viking mythology is actually being used for like, uh, like white supremacy groups and shit like that. Yeah. Like, and I, it's it's something that you gotta watch because like people will take that and and spin. Just yeah on take it and spin.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a little known fact that Nazis really weren't Christian. Like they they despised Catholics. Um and they Nazis really wanted to like go back into like Germanic um you know beliefs and systems and stuff like that, including the religion and a lot of Germanic uh a lot of the Germanic tribes shared a lot of stuff with the Norse tribes, uh, in terms of mythology and stuff like that. So a lot of it gets taken and it's borrowed, or you know, they they are like similar deities or similar ideas. And so a lot of it for neo-Nazi cultures um, do go back and like take Norse mythology stuff. Uh, current heathenism, I think, is what people call it. I have a, I have a family member who practices heathenism. Um, yeah. The- there's a specific off branch of it that is directly associated with
2: uh with white supremacy and i i, I don't want to i think i know which which offshoot it was but i don't want to say it and be wrong so yeah. but, but you know there are there are a lot of pagans in the world today that that do still kind of honor the ancestors and and do all that without having any direct you know hatred towards anybody else yeah. it's but i mean that's just like anything you know, yeah. you're always going to get that in any any aspect of life you're gonna have yeah, that one bro. group that's you know yeah
1: imagine hating people in 2020 right yeah
2: well <laughs> i hate so many people in 2020 but for completely different reasons
0: yeah <laughs> i hate people non-prejudicially <laughs> yes it's everything is
1: equally hateful mm-hmm. like, especially crowds i don't like crowds like crowds just irk me don't have to worry about that at the moment yeah no, that's oh, yeah, i am i am you do you know. life.
2: <laughs> it's like you do have to worry about it here though it's like you you go to yeah. you go to the store and they're like yeah maintain six feet and everybody's huddled together um a little yeah. brief yeah. little just brief deal about that we took our kids to a safari thing and the gift shop was only allowing 10 people in at a time but right outside everybody was huddled at the door i'm like this defeats the purpose like yeah
0: so off in my mouth dad Just real quick, this little safari thing, did it happen to be in Winniewood? Seventeen miles from Winniewood, it was actually in
2: uh it was it was very close and we contemplated going because it was like the way home, we actually kind of headed that direction before turning. I looked at my wife, I was like, should we take him? She's like, I don't want to go back to that place because I my wife used to feed his animals back when Joe Exotic ran it
0: yeah so for those who don't know rev lives in oklahoma tiger king takes place uh in in oklahoma um that was the joke there and rev does have memories that you guys can watch his stream or follow him on twitter to hear about um we did have one more uh thing that we wanted to talk about and then we'll go to break um some potential rumors for xbox uh matt i'll let you take it away again
3: uh yeah microsoft is doing this um they've kind of called it a gameplay reveal event on thursday uh it will be at 8 a.m pacific time which is 4 p.m for me in the uk i think that will be 10 a.m for you guys and then it will be uh 11 a.m for eastern time just to kind of check some of the time zones that i know and stuff um and uh yeah people have begun kind of speculating already like okay what will they show they haven't really given any hints and stuff and um it's been funny the last couple of years, specifically with with, with Warner Brothers games, because uh, there's been three games that have always pro- cro- uh, cropped up. Sorry, uh, which is what is Rocksteady doing next? What is this Batman game? And what was that leaked Harry Potter game? And yet again, every single time one of these events coming up c- come up, it's like, oh, we're going to get the reveal of Harry Potter and Rocksteady and Batman, and I'm like, calm down. <laughs> You know, when when Warner Brothers is ready to talk about those things, they will do. Of course, those are third-party games, so they could possibly pop up here. But, um, yeah, we'll we'll have to wait and see. I suspect we'll maybe get... uh, Again, this is me just predicting. I don't know know anything or whatever. Uh, I can only guess as to what they've kind of shown and what they could show. Uh, I think it's probably about time they show some kind of gameplay for Halo Infinite. Uh, maybe some gameplay, because they've called this a gameplay event and not necessarily trailers. Not saying they couldn't show trailers, but game, gameplay has been one of the things that they've kind of labeled for this. Uh, and given that, you know, of course, Halo Infinite is going to be a big uh, tentpole. A uh, game for the Series X, even though it will be on Xbox One as well, because of the that they got going on at the moment. Um, I suspect we'll possibly see the first gameplay of that. Uh, possibly Hellblade 2 as well. I think going into the Series X, um, when, whenever it launches, whether it's the end of this year or at some, some point after that week, we don't fully know yet. Um, I think Hellblade 2 and Halo Infinite uh, are going to be the big two kind of games because it, it, it's too soon for a what well, a proper Gears of War game because Gears of War 5 was only last year, so it's going to be at least a couple of years for Gears of War 6. Uh, they've only just released Gears Tactics on, for some reason, PC first, which is weird when you think about that being an Xbox-branded game, but uh, possibly p- possible that we'll see maybe some gameplay for that on the uh, Series X. Uh, for third-party stuff, I really don't know. Everyone's being pretty quiet at the moment. You've got things like uh, Watch Dogs 2, sorry, not Watch Watch Dogs 2, Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, sorry, the the third game in the series, uh, which is coming up possibly soon as uh, possibly we could see maybe something from that uh, we obviously won't see any playstation games because this is an xbox event so we won't see anything from like horizon 2 or whatever that's going to be called that will be left up to uh sony i suspect that they'll say something after this event is finished um but i i think there's mainly some gameplay for, for possibly some of their bigger games uh, they recently showed off some of um Grounded, which I think is from Rare. I don't know if I'm remembering that 100% correctly, but uh, they recently showed off a bit of that at uh, the Inside Xbox event that they did a couple of weeks ago, um, which was just before Sony talked about uh, DualSense, the the new uh, PS5 controller. Um but I, I'm mainly thinking that they'll show Hellblade to uh from Ninja Theory, who of course they recently um purchased I believe that was E three last year that they announced that. And uh I, I, I'd be quite I I don't know for definite if it'll be Hellblade 2, but I'll be surprised if they make as big a bigger deal they have with uh, with this and they don't show Halo Infinite. I'm just really thinking that they'll they'll show that there. Um so uh yeah those are some of the possibilities uh, who knows maybe we could see something from the warner brothers games but don't go into this thinking we're gonna see something from all three you know people that get excited and stuff have been anticipating those for a while but uh yeah that's sort of roughly my thoughts uh on some of the third party games they could maybe show off in that so what does uh everybody else think they, that they might show
0: Rev, I'll uh you're the Xbox person here between the three of us. I used to be.
2: Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I will say uh I I don't I have really no idea what to expect out of it. Um I will say though I am 100% in agreement that it is super weird that Gears Tactics is coming to PC first. I yeah. heard that correctly. I'm looking forward right? to that as well. And I was going to play that on Xbox but well, it's not on it yet. So. Yeah, well, I think we actually talked about it either last week or the week before. The fact that that one of their selling points is no microtransactions, um, that kind yeah, of puts that's... it on my radar as well. Like that's mm. uh, that's actually kind of a big deal for me. Um, aside from that, yeah, I mean, I I think they're. I think if I had to put a, a guess on it, they're going to try to heavily feature Hellblade Two, just because it felt like it was kind of heavily featured in the trailer for the Xbox Series X. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Um, and that's I mean, and
2: it so. it's, it's Probably gonna be a great game. I mean, let's face facts, the first one was really good, so I, I would not be surprised. Yeah. It was yeah. uh it was highly regarded as one of the most accurate depictions of uh was it paranoid schizophrenia, I believe, in yeah. uh it, in video games, like it because they brought in experts and people that actually deal with it. And it, so I, I think it's gonna be kind of the next one that sets it apart. But um, I think I don't know. I I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past it, at least getting to hear something about maybe Horizon or is it Horizon Zero Dawn 2 They're getting ready to release. Yeah, that's from,
0: uh, yeah uh, but that's a, Sony, that's a yeah, Sony. That's a Sony. Not this at all. Hmm. No, this well, is just Microsoft. It's supposed,
2: to, it's supposed to be a Sony exclusive. We'll see after what happened with the first Horizon, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else, aside from aside from Halo Infinite, that they could really put forth. Um, maybe the Cuphead DLC? I mean, I've been waiting on that forever. That was supposed to be uh, a Microsoft thing, yeah. but that would be nice. <laughs> but aside from that, I'm not... Uh, I, I don't... Uh, everything just feels kind of hush-hush lately, and I think a lot of it has to do with everything being kind of... Slowed down. Know, and wild yeah. And everything.
3: What, what about third-party stuff? What do you maybe think? I mean... It'll be interesting if, because obviously we just got last week the the trailer reveal for Assassin's Creed. I wonder mm. if they'll maybe they've maybe tied that in deliberately, um, so that literally the week after, like exactly the week after, uh, they show some gameplay. Maybe it's possibly too soon, but I I just think that's interesting timing for that. Um, plus, some of the marketing around Assassin's Creed has been a bit Xbox heavy. Uh, obviously, it will be on PlayStation and PC, and that, but it sort mm-hmm. of had the Xbox marketing tied in. So, I just, I just think timing-wise, you know, you do that Photoshop thing that they did on Wednesday for like eight hours or whatever it was, which was crazy. Uh, you do the trailer on Thursday, and then maybe exactly a week later, you show some gameplay. Um, I think that would possibly tie in interestingly.
2: Yeah, I mean that it it would be good. It'd be perfect because it's like in everybody's mind right now. Yeah, and that, yeah. and so people, you know instead of waiting until people lose interest to try to pique their interest again just ride that hype train and keep it going hmm. Maybe what, about a Watch little Dogs- more
3: what about uh, watchdog legion seems that's, that's also ubisoft as well um, yeah, i don't i never played any of the watchdog
2: franchise so i don't really uh i don't know much about it uh i don't know where the story goes in it i don't know anything about it what about green do you know anything on that
1: I played the first one like a really long time ago and it wasn't very good but I I heard Watch Dogs 2 was like definitely better it was way way
3: better the second one was much 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 better
0: yeah Watch Dogs the first one got panned um by critics really hard and then um they they took like a a less self serious approach for the second one Um, and they also didn't lie in their marketing, <laughs> um, because if, if for those who, who can't remember back that far, Watch Dogs one, the gameplay demo, um, was like really stunning, very like very dynamic lighting and you know, all the graphics and stuff like that. And then the product that people got, um, was significantly worse, but, uh, yeah, the Watchdogs 2 got a lot better, um, but Legion. Yeah, I'm interested in Legion just for the because uh, you you can like recruit people to your team and it can be like old folks. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah. yeah let me just recruit like an old lady to go bust a cap in somebody's ass. I am, <laughs> I am all for that.
3: Yeah, yeah. They they're taking an interesting approach with that because you can kind of play as like, anybody or whatever, or anybody mm-hmm. that joins your your group and stuff like that. But, yeah, tying in with, you know, last week's Assassin's Creed thing, tying that into Ubisoft, which ties into uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Again, you know, I'm just kind of guessing and predicting, but uh, we shall see. So, uh, but I'm I'm excited for that. When, whenever, like, either a Nintendo a Ubisoft, whenever a company comes out with, like, hey, we have an event to show you, not just, like, hey, here's a trailer for something. Uh, whenever they say, like, hey, we have a, a date and an event for something, um it's usually a reason to get excited so yeah it's just interesting that they they haven't labeled this as just hey this is an event they said like hey this is gameplay specific so um because i think some of the games that are probably in development for next gen it's probably about time that we see some gameplay for some of them because even though like um Ren said earlier that with with things being slowed down and kind of stopped for development, there is certain games that have uh, like there's certain games that are in that stage that you can't really probably show too much of. But there's certain games that have probably been in development for a lot longer than that, and they're probably ready to show. Possibly those Warner Brothers games that have been in development for like five years, because Batman Arkham Knight, which was the last one, uh, was 2015, I think, and it's 2020, so like. Yeah, I think it's about time we do see that game. I think because um, they've, they've been te- they, they they teased that in like September or something, um, and then just went really really quiet again. But uh, yeah, should be exciting nonetheless. So, I think I I
2: think I just figured something out that they'll probably end up. Uh, I don't know if anybody said this already, but um, Rainbow Six Quarantine.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if it'd up. be a
2: bad PR move to kind of display that now, but it, it, like it's supposed to be released this year. That and Gods and Monsters, but Tom yeah. Clancy games, you know, it, it, it kind of feels like with them doing what they've done with the Division Two, with uh, you know making it super cheap and kind of getting everybody back into it and everything, that it would be kind of setting up for the Rainbow Six quarantine uh, yeah. announcements to start dropping. Yeah. It's, it, I mean it's dropping on PS5 and Xbox Series X so I mean it would be a good title to do.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a while since we've seen like some of the bigger Ubisoft titles. So uh possibly some from them
0: we can hope. Yeah. Um looking at the time here, uh do you guys mind if we take a quick break and then we move on to some other news? Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. All right guys, we'll be back in 2 minutes. Stay right there. All right. And we're back. Thank you guys for letting us take a quick break. Uh, so we have some news topics here that we can, uh, that we can get to the first one being, there are some, uh, little updates to the Epic games store. Uh, the first one that I think really does affect how people at least decide how they're going to spend their money. um, and I will say this is something that I know uh, annoys some of our listeners um, because we are uh, the three co-hosts here or the three hosts here are American. Um, we don't talk about we we discuss everything in terms of American currency and how Americans have to spend their money. Um, we don't mention Canada or the UK or Australia or whatever else. Um Apparently Epic Games had the same issue because they didn't have regional pricing for Australia, Canada, Denmark, Norway, or Sweden, which has now changed. Um so something that will make uh people's purchasing purchasing decisions a little bit easier um if they um didn't want to have to like spend time figuring out how to convert their currency. <laughs> um it's a uh, which I imagine is a pain in the ass uh matt for yeah. for someone obviously you live in the u k um how big of a pain in the ass is it to to have to like try to figure out currency conversions and stuff like that if a website doesn't sell something um based in pounds to you uh it can be awkward
3: sometimes um it's not something I've particularly come across too much um I've never had to like in terms of like changing money and stuff I had to do exchange rates or whatever, but like, you know, maybe for, for, for the price of a game or something, I've looked that up a couple of times, uh, cause it does, does change every now and again, but, um, yeah, it's usually not too much trouble, but, um,
0: yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, not a, it's not a huge news story, but it's still a nice story, especially for anyone who, uh, was looking forward or was, was hoping that that would change. um, the other story that's coming to Epic Games is, uh, for a short time, Epic Games will be requiring customers to enable two fa- uh, two-factor authentication until May twenty-first to redeem any free games that are on offer. So the free games that we mention every at the top of um, at the at the beginning of every month, which we will be doing deals of the month here later um, in the show. Uh, so those kind of games you'll need to uh, authorize your or do your two-factor authentication um, in order to redeem those games in an attempt to get people um, to protect and secure their accounts a little bit better. Um, I like this initiative. I agree with this. I think this is uh, a good way about doing it, especially because um, we have seen some pretty high-profile leaks uh, and data breaches um, from companies like Nintendo as of late. Um, So, yeah. Valve valve yeah <laughs> um what do you guys think about that you guys have any thoughts opinions on on either of those two
2: not really pretty straightforward just little
0: stories yeah you guys nice. yeah hey and you know uh doing two two-factor authentication will uh, hopefully save you a lot of headaches and time and money should anyone get into your account and steal your credit card information
1: or change your your stream title to i'm a sexy little tiger hey mind your business (laughs) (laughs)
0: um my next one here not a terribly huge um And not a a terribly huge story, but still it's a very heartwarming story. And it just so happens that we have someone here who, uh, you know, uh, you don't work with the NHS, but you certainly benefit from the NHS um, because you are (laughs) a UK citizen. Um, But devs and publishers are working with the UK's games and interactive entertainment industry to provide NHS workers with three games with free games and subscriptions, as a heartfelt thank you to them for their work during the global pandemic we for currently find ourselves in. Um, the initiative is titled The Games for carers uh, Initiative Act. Yes, Parliament took that up. No, I'm sorry, Initiative. Um, offers titles on every platform, including PC and mobile. Um, they have about 85,000 games available. And interested care workers can visit the website. As a note, because a lot of, you know, like gaming uh, PC Gamer and Polygon had um, had the link on their website. It gave me an error. I'm assuming the reason is, is because based on my IP address, it's like, oh yeah, no, that's not, definitely not someone who works for the NHS being in uh, Iowa. <laughs> True. So, uh, all the information, I I do just recommend anyone who is interested, if you are an NHS worker and you're working overtime and you just need something to vent your frustrations out on, um, check it out. Go to the Games for Carers initiative uh, website. Uh, It's a very nice, heartwarming thing. Uh, Matt, have you been fortunate enough to have to stay out of clinics and hospitals?
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh not been anywhere near them for, for for a bit of time and that, uh, which is good. Um, but no, I think this is a really, really good thing to do. Of course they're probably I mean, every everybody is affected by this. There's nobody who's like immune to it or whatever. But of course the NHS workers and that, the people that are directly dealing with the people that are sick. Um uh yeah i really think that uh it's good to, to good to reward those people and good to uh like I said once they do eventually get off work because i'm assuming that there's obviously they're working more than they they usually do even though they worked a lot before but um once they do obviously switch shifts and and, and get the get the time off of work if they want to go home and relax with the game or whatever um i think it's great to to reward those people for free um but uh yeah because you yeah, know everybody's going through kind of a tough time at the moment but uh, can't imagine the the stress of dealing with um of dealing sorry with something like that on a on a daily basis and for, for several hours at a time um and just seeing you know loads of people dying and being sick and things like that which they do already but obviously this is another level of of that sort of thing um because you know a few hundred people or I, i'm not sure the exact exact numbers on a daily basis but there is a lot of people still dying and um it's just good to reward those people so uh and we're still by the way for, for those that don't know who are uh, outside the uk and that um on thursdays at eight uh, i'm assuming there's a specific reason for that date and time but i'm not sure why the reason is that but um yeah we've been doing this sort of uh clapping for the for the nhs basically people just kind of um stand kind of out there outside their front door you don't need to like go out into the street or whatever uh, you can kind of just sort of stand outside your, your front door and uh, the whole street basically does all that their, their clapping and stuff uh, I'm assuming other countries do similar things I don't know exactly what they are but um, that's just a little kind of you know nationwide sort of thank you at the same time and that um, and that's been um, that's been really great to, to kind of do to, to help I know that 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 doesn't directly help those people but it uh, I'm assuming it makes them feel better on some level but um, yeah any help that we can give to, to those sorts of people is great so um, yeah I think this is a really good thing
0: yeah I kind of wish there was some sort of initiative or something like that um, here in the states for for our care workers uh, do you, do you have Rev, Green have you guys heard anything similar to this uh, happening <laughs> uh i haven't not not like
1: game wise i know there's like a lot of outreach here and in, in at least in my state uh for like food and stuff like that but not games
0: rev
2: no no, no yeah i haven't i haven't heard anything like that
1: yeah okay. cool
0: yeah no it would be. we had the humble bundle thing yeah yeah <laughs> that's about the best we got well there's been a lot of well the humble bundle thing was for like direct relief um but yeah no like I said a heartwarming story it's very nice uh to hear stuff like that um going through my notes here I think the last thing we have uh is deals of the month you guys ready to do deals of the month Oops. yep Absolutely. All right, so I will start. So these are deals of the month for May 2020, starting with Twitch Prime. There are seven games, starting with Urban Trial Playground, which I did not write down what uh, kind of game that is. Uh, Urban Trial Playground is a... A stunt racing game released on the Nintendo Switch. Um, It is available on Nintendo Switch, Microsoft Windows, and Linux and Mac OS. So you can pick that up on Twitch uh, Prime. There is The Little Acre. Which... I apparently spelled that wrong. Uh, the Little Acre, which is an adventure game developed by Pewter Game Studios with Charles Cecil uh, and published by Digital Curve. Um, it is a point-and-click adventure game, and it is built in Unity, available on PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, Android, Microsoft, Windows, um, Linux, macOS, and Macintosh operating systems. Um, Followed by the Avicii Invector, which it is, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, the late EDM artist Avicii. Yes. Yep. Um, and this is this is in association with Avicii. It's a um, single-player music video game um, developed by Hello There Games, um, and was. Uh, it is also available on PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and Microsoft Windows. Um, then OSM is the next game that is not it. Um, let's see. It's a f- online soccer manager. Is that right? that doesn't seem right Uh, what's the game called sorry what did you say OSM online soccer manager yeah I think that's yeah let me double check here real quick Um, I think that's probably fairly uh, (laughs) fairly self explanatory at that point Um,
1: yeah at least they call it the correct name
0: can, can I please get like an
2: in depth description about what you do in this game
0: it's actually old school musical, is what it is. Um, is the game that they're offering? Boy, that uh, is completely different. That is yeah, very, very, different. very, very different. Yeah. Um, and then, Pan Pan Capu is available as well, and Fractured Minds is available as well. Um, I saw only one game on Epic that's available uh, right now. It's called Death Coming um and then we actually were told that there are some decent uh deals with getting like the origin premium service the ea origin premium service uh some of the games that you can go ahead oh sorry no you Uh, shout out to don't don't play fair canine yes shout shout out out. to fan of the show um Don Lee, as we call him. Uh, so, a couple of the games I noticed that you can get for free, and this is no by no means uh, an extensive list. Um, so, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Titanfall Two, Battlefield, Sea of Solitude, and Unravel Two uh, are some of the games that are available there with the um, EA Origin uh, Premium Service. Um, that's what I got for like the PC stuff. Uh I checked GOG, nothing really changed. Nothing really um awesome on Humble Bundle right now. Um Yeah. That's uh about it. Uh Padre Xbox. Uh so Xbox actually currently has um uh,
2: it, it, so they they don't have too much in line of uh their games with gold which I actually I believe talked about. <laughs> Um, a couple of weeks ago, I just kind of mentioned them because they were just, like, never really heard of them games. But the newly released Streets of Rage 4 actually dropped on Game Pass on April 30th. Um, and a lot of people, especially retro fans, are really hyped about Streets of Rage 4. Um, and also Red Dead Redemption 2 is now included on Xbox Game Pass, which is really interesting because I've been wanting to try that game so and just never wanted to shell out the, the 50 to 60 bucks for it. Um, there are the a lot one. of deals yeah that's a good one yeah um, that's, that's huge yeah there's now there are some good ones that are uh, some good xbox games being sold elsewhere um tom clancy's the division two is now only ten dollars on amazon um and this is for physical copies of them uh mortal Kombat 11 is only 24 dollars uh and of course you know star wars jedi fallen order if you want a physical copy is 37 uh, also at amazon um so that's really all um xbox has going right now uh i I would assume that you're gonna see some stuff coming out after the um after the conference or the little thing they do because if they announce some decent games they might drop especially like sequels they might drop some deals on the originals um but aside from that, I did want to go ahead and mention amnesia the dark descent is now free on the epic store um, so if you want to get scared, that's the way to go about it uh
1: another you mentioned amazon uh there was a Digital download of Battlefield Four for two ninety five or something like that as well. Super cheap for Battlefield Four, just the standard edition. And I think the uh, premium.
0: We we're kind of losing you there. You're coming in and out. Um. Oh. Uh, is no. it is it my side or is it something else? It
1: might be me. It might
0: be me. I is can you hear me, me now. Yeah yeah
1: all right yeah Battlefield field 4 standard edition on amazon i found for 295 and then the premium for 1999 which usually is still running 49.99 because it's such a fucking good game
0: danny it's a great game <laughs> he he was like so Wait. am i buying this for you i'm like if you want it's your money <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i did i i wholeheartedly i'm like should i get you the premium <laughs> and i thought like i he's one of those basic people that like insurgency more than anything on the planet so i'm like ah, i might as well just get him the standard in case he's like man nah, insurgency's better okay he's better <laughs> also hey. just
2: brief interjection when you were talking about origins thing with a uh, sea of solitude being on that one. That mm. is actually a very fantastic game. Uh highly, highly recommend if you get in on that origin deal.
0: Yeah. Um did we get all the way through what's coming up to Game Pass? Okay. Uh PS4. Or PS Now, whatever the uh the PlayStation services are. Anything good on PlayStation uh Green? Oh, We, we gonna make it through this. You guys are all frozen for me. Check one two. Um. It is. Yeah. We there? everything just went
1: like a little. Yeah. I think everything's good now on my end, anyways. Okay. Test test test. Yeah, I can hear you. Go on ahead. Yeah, all right, cool. All right, so PlayStation Plus members uh, have got two new games for the month of May. Um, in my opinion, they weren't—they're not like super great picks. Some people will find these fantastic. Some people will not. I mean, if you're more of an action-packed person, uh, then this is probably not your selection. But I mean to each their own. Uh, The first one's Farming Simulator 19. Um, That one, of course, is pretty straightforward. It is a farming simulator. Um,
0: uh, The specs are... are, Do you want me to go over the specs, Danny, for those,
1: or do you want me to pass that?
0: Eh, It's fine. It's going to be on... It's on, uh, on PS4, so yeah a brick can run it if if you have a potato
1: you can run it uh yeah it's playstation anyway so that doesn't matter anyways um and then the second one is cityscapes or no city city skylines that is a mouthful and that one is just like a building uh a town city get people in it um not my taste I mean, if I would prefer like Roller Coaster Tycoon, but those are available for free if you want them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So not uh, not a great deals of the month uh, this month. We might we might have to come back and see um, what else Epic brings if Epic, you know, changes things halfway through the month or if anything else comes in, Um, of course, always uh, keep an eye on the show and uh for all your deals um you know what happened
1: what's that justin Timberlake didn't sing it hard enough in <laughs> april that it was gonna be may and i fucked it up
0: Hmm corny joke activated yeah yeah well corny didn't quite cut it
2: yeah (laughs) and
0: that's all the time we have
2: folks
0: (laughs) yeah so um matt thank you for joining us on the show why don't you tell the kind folks out there uh what you do and where people can find you
3: uh, yeah, so I run entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, we're just coming out of a bit of a busy period covering three big shows because they all decided to come back at the same time. Um, but uh, yeah, we do podcasts on TV, games and some films at the moment because obviously the cinemas aren't open but uh, I did review Hunt the other day so uh, you can check that out as well but uh, yeah we've uh, still got some some big stuff that we're doing but that's on uh, org. so if you want coverage of TV shows video games and
0: films um you can head over there excellent and on Twitter at etalkuk so be sure to follow him there that's correct yeah um mr greenlee what's coming up on your channel
1: um well i'm definitely gonna be playing some battlefield 4 um with with you i'm gonna drag you down with me um and then apex is i'm getting geared up for the apex uh season 5 to drop and that's actually gonna be next week so keep an eye out for that but i'm gonna be playing some apex in preparation for that i'm pretty hyped Uh, It'll be introducing a new character next week as well, but I'll talk about that next week. Um, Yeah, you can catch me on Twitch, twitch twitch.tv forward slash MrGreenElite. You can find me on my Twitter,
0: Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Excellent. Uh, Rev, what's coming up on your channel? Well, uh,
2: tomorrow I'm actually going to be running the... uh the first uh stream on the anime for humanity channel um for the month of may because we're doing um a deal called anna may ha <laughs> ha um but we actually we're we're playing games and stuff like that i kind of focus on mental illness and things like that uh i'll be starting really early and kind of doing a marathon i'm gonna be actually playing night in the woods because it it has a pretty uh pretty in-depth storyline but uh aside from that on my channel Thursday I'm gonna start playing um a horror game called someday you'll be there it's supposed to be a psychological horror that takes place in the woods um i tried to convince mr green elite to play it he said uh and i quote fuck you um then
1: uh no saturday fuck yourself
2: <laughs> now Saturday's the big one though uh me and a couple of my buddies are going to be we we have this little goofy group of uh chubby bearded former emo kids known as our beautiful bromance and um we're actually going to be running a, uh, a charity event for direct relief in their COVID-19 response on Saturday. We're going to be giving away. We have like 90 some odd game keys to give away. And uh, we got some pretty funny incentives and stuff like that. So you can, you can catch me on my channel at twitch.tv slash rev spin. And then you can find me on literally any social media platform under rev Sven TV. Excellent. I actually do have an OnlyFans, pants by the way. I really do.
0: Okay, um, guys <laughs> are throwing me curveballs tonight. I'm, I'm subscribed, so it is true. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, coming up on my channel, not a whole heck of a lot. Um, on YouTube, I put out a new video, just like a little highlight thing for, um, my Fallout Fridays series, uh, on, on, uh... Fridays. I've been playing. I started playing Fallout New Vegas. That was really, really fun uh, last Friday. So I'm looking forward to continue doing that, uh, playing as Danny the Dick. Um, some other things that are coming up: we'll be playing uh, Battlefield tomorrow with with Green Elite since he's uh, suckered me into it, and then probably a lot of Apex, and uh, I imagine some other things uh, will probably come up. I might dip back into Insurgency for a little bit just to see what's going on there, if anything. Um, so uh other than that guys, anything else that we need to talk about? Anything else that we need to plug? We good? no i'll plug you i think that's it (laughs) all right so that'll wrap us up for this week we sincerely appreciate all of you who have joined us live and anyone who is watching on youtube or listening on their own time we appreciate you taking time out of your out of your busy days to uh spend it with us um we it really does mean a lot to us and we hope you do get some value out of the show um if you guys miss the show, it's any part of the show for any reason, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. Uh, if you guys want to help support the show, there's a few ways you guys can do that that are all easy and free. Um, one way is if you're on YouTube, give us a subscribe, ring that bell, and also hit like on the video. Uh, if you're on podcasts, drop us a follow, a rating, a review, or subscribe on it, the podcast platform you're choice and the absolute god tier way of helping us out as a show is by telling your friends um, other than that we appreciate all of you and we hope you guys have a healthy happy rest of your week and we'll talk to you again next Tuesday bye, bye.
1: we appreciate you listening to the show if you like what you heard please tell a friend about what we do